Hi, this is Justin Schultz. You're listening to Caps Radio 24-7 and the Capitals Radio Network. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Panthers tonight from South Florida. Nick Dowd says he expects to play tonight. Ben chats with Panthers radio voice, Doug Plagans. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, November 4th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Caps and the Florida Panthers tonight at FLA Live Arena in Sunrise. The second game of a two-game Florida swing for the men of Peter Laviolette. The Caps looking to salvage points in Broward County after falling in regulation to Tampa Bay on Monday night. This will be a very difficult task tonight. The Panthers off to an 8-0-1 start, a perfect 5-0 at home. They lead the league in goals, 5-on-5 goals and third-period goals, and they might have the best goaltending tandem right now in the NHL. So, man, a tall order awaits the big club tonight at Sunrise. Yeah, these are not your older brothers, Florida Panthers. This is a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. Very strong core, terrific goaltending, as you noted, getting it done at both ends of the ice. Terrific offensively, scoring goals in bunches, keeping the puck out of their own net as well. And actually pretty similar to the Capitals in the sense that Florida getting it done at five on five, even strength. They rank second in the NHL in five on five goal differential. Capitals rank third overall in five-on-five goal differential. So something has to give at FLA Live coming up tonight between the Caps and Panthers, but should be a fun, good measuring stick game for both teams and two teams that'll see a whole lot of each other. First to three meetings over the next four weeks between the Caps and Panthers. Should be good. Yeah, all of it within the month of November, too. Nick Dowd told Assembled Media yesterday at practice he's available to play tonight against FLA. Now, Ben, if he's in the lineup tonight, the Caps have a roster move to make. He was placed on injured reserve, and the Capitals are at 23 guys. So something we're going to be watching between now and puck drop. If Nick Dowd is in, I mean, somebody else has to go. Yeah, and the, the options in terms of a roster move seem pretty limited. Essentially, team can reassign one of Brett Leeson or Alexei Protus to AHL Hershey. Both players waiver exempt. That would be a simple just reassignment. The other option, of course, would be reassigning Hendricks Lapierre back to the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Lapierre, a healthy scratch on Tuesday. His ice time, his minutes have been limited when he has been in the lineup over the past couple of weeks. So those are essentially the three players we're talking about in terms of a roster move who might be moved if you have to make space for Nick Dowd. And as far as Dowd is concerned, Here's hoping he is 100% close to it. Again, given what we saw last week, he returned for a game against Detroit, ultimately proved to be maybe a little too quick and had a setback with his lower body injury. So here's hoping if he is in the lineup tonight, it's a good sign that he's there and he's there to stay because uh, as we've noted over the past week, They've missed it very much. So here's hoping all the best uh, in terms of Nick Dowd's condition. And we'll see what the corresponding roster move would be. My guess involving one of those three youngsters, certainly. Yeah, that would seem to be the move or one of them anyway. And Nick Dowd has become so valuable to this team on faceoffs alone. The Capitals could use him. Obviously, a lot of other things they need him for, especially in a game like this tonight against the Panthers. Panthers radio voice Doug Plagan is going to join us in a moment. A proud Syracuse graduate and a one-time college roommate of Ben Raby. 
Yeah. Figured this game preview was right up your alley. Oh, yeah. It was really hard to get Doug on the show. Let me tell you, I have to go through his people and his agents. No, it was great to have Doug on the show. And, yeah, we had fun back in the day at uh, Syracuse. We were frequent diners. I know this will surprise you. Taco Bell Tuesdays was a fixture on the itinerary. Regarding the here and now, though, 801 Florida Panthers. We get the state of the franchise from the aforementioned play-by-play voice, Doug Blagans. Yeah, 8-0-1 to start the season. Uh, and a lot of the stats, a lot of the trends that we've seen, this is something that's sustainable. I mean, plain and simple, this is just a good hockey team. And you go back to last season, you had a, a sense that the team really developed a, a belief and, and really turned a corner last year. And last year, there were a lot of new faces, a lot of guys in their first seasons with the team up and down the lineup, whether it was Patrick Hornquist or Anthony Duclair or Carter Verhage, you know, all these guys who've become impact guys. And, you know, every move that Bill Zito made, it really paid off. And as the season went on, Brandon Montour came in and Sam Bennett came in. And then the deal to get Sam Reinhart in the offseason, going out and adding that one last bit of offensive punch to what was already a, a really high octane attack. And now you have a lot of guys who've been here for a, for a time. Everybody's comfortable with the surroundings. Everybody's familiar with each other. The leadership in the room's great. And this is something that's been building for, uh, for a long time here. And now it's really coming to fruition. And the Panthers right now, you look at what they've done, 8-0-1 in the first nine games. And there are certain stats that lead me to, to believe that this is something that's sustainable. And, and a reason why I put this Panthers team in that top tier of teams that I consider contenders in the NHL, but five on five play has been great. Uh, the penalty kill has been solid. Goaltending has been really solid. And while the top guys are getting theirs, everyone else is getting theirs too. It's been a very balanced out attack with four lines that can score and they're defending soundly it, right now. You look at this lineup and you know, there, there are no holes on this Panthers team and everybody's, Everybody's doing their part. Again, they've been able to just keep things moving forward. And finished October top three in goals per game, top three in goals against your point, checking a lot of boxes early on this season. All right, you mentioned a couple of names there in passing, a lot of turnover since we would have last seen the Panthers face the Capitals. But want to ask you about the Sam, Sam Bennett, Sam Reinhardt. Bennett at the trade deadline last year, Reinhardt over in the offseason, but two key cogs uh, really to complement that, that core in Florida, but two guys who themselves, if needed to be, could probably be the guy themselves, but more of a supporting role in Florida. How have the two of them, Bennett and Reinhardt, have fit in Florida? Uh, they've been great. It's funny to see, though, now between those two and Aaron Ekblad, three of the top four picks yeah. from uh, from that draft. I don't know that fitting Leon Dreisaitl into the Edmonton might not let that happen <laughs> to get all the top four right now, but uh, but uh, having three of that top four, we'll take it because they've all been great contributors. But you look at Sam Bennett because he got here first. Uh, he was a, a, an acquisition last year right around trade deadline time. And going back, it always felt like when we would make our trips to Canada, especially Western Canada, Sam Bennett's name was always mentioned in trade rumors. And I could never figure out why. I would always see him playing it. And this guy's got a lot to his game. I don't know why they want to trade this guy. It felt like maybe he just didn't have that defined role out in Calgary, but after the trade to the Panthers, he became the second line center and he got that defined role and he was playing with Jonathan Huberto right away. And the chemistry that those two have developed right away when he got to the Panthers, it was Bennett with Huberto and Duclair. Duclair's playing with Barkov now and Owen Tippett has been the uh, staple right winger on that line with, with Bennett and Huberto. But 
they've developed a great chemistry. They were put together before the playoffs last year, looked good in the playoffs. They were aligned in the preseason. They've been aligned here in the early part of the season. And you have to like the way that they've come together. And I think the biggest thing for Sam Bennett, and he's been over a point of game producer since, since he was acquired by the Panthers. I think the biggest thing was he came in, he got a role, he had great responsibility and he's developed great chemistry with his new teammates. And I think one of those situations that happens in sports the change of scenery might have just been uh, what was in order. He got the change of scenery, got the defined role, and his game has just taken off, and he's really found a home down here. And he likes it down here, and uh, and his teammates like him. The fans love him down here. So it's been a great fit with Sam Bennett. With Sam Reinhart adding that one last bit of, of offensive punch, if you will, and I think the big thing with his game, and he's he's been outstanding as well. He's been picking up his points. And the big thing with him is, he can play up and down the lineup. He's fit in. Uh, he can fit in with with any personnel. He can play. He can play center. He can take draws if he needs to. But he's played the bulk of his time on the wing, and he's been on the power play. And he's he's come in and had a had a good off a lot of offensive responsibility. And he's been able to produce points the way you would expect Sam Reinhardt to produce points. So uh, the Sams have been outstanding uh, for the Panthers uh, since both of them arrived. And I know we're we're happy to have them down here. And as I said. Three of the top four from that draft. It's just, it's funny how things go full circle sometimes. I think in South Florida, the Miami Heat had that a few years ago, right? LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. The top, in that case, was top five. They had three of the top five, so very similar. All right, I I don't know how many hits you do, Doug, and and you have to be asked about uh, the goaltending tandem in Florida. This one fascinates me from afar. Sergei Bobrovsky and 2019 first-round pick Spencer Knight. Uh, Both have been very good so far this season. How do you describe the situation? An established vet trying to keep his job as the number one, the highly touted prospect pushing him for that number one spot. How does this play out? They both have been really good. And I think going into the year, I had mentioned it to a lot of people. And the last several seasons, the teams that have the most success always have two guys they can lean on. And when they go into the playoffs, both guys are fresh. I think that's what every team needs to have. And that's what the Panthers have right now. You've got Sergei Bobrovsky playing it. Uh, you know, at an all-world level, he's uh, he's off to a, a six and zero start individually in his first six starts. Spencer Knight's been great, two zero and one, and I think you look at it. Obviously, Spencer Knight, uh, with his development, just turned twenty back in April. You don't want Spencer Knight to have to play fifty-five games. You know, he's he's easing into the professional schedule. He's learning a lot. He's refining his game, and he is a student of the game. He's going to be an all-star goaltender for for many years to come. Uh, I think having a, a shared uh, workload is something that could benefit both guys. And with Bobrovsky playing, uh, you know, a, a majority of the games, and that's what we've seen so far, been two Bobrovsky starts and then a Spencer Knight start, and then two Bobrovsky starts and then a Spencer Knight start. Again, over the course of a season, schedule, performance, health, knock on wood, all those things can come into play there. But right now, they've kind of fallen into a, a rotation that just makes sense. It's worked for the team. It's worked for the players. And both guys are playing great. So, uh, again, it's a, it's, a good, uh, it's a good situation for the Panthers to have right now. And this is a team that expects to have a seat at the table. And ideally, when you get to that point, you want to have two guys that you can call on in the event uh, that you need their services. You don't want to have one of them who's, who's run into the ground when that time comes around. So I think the Panthers have a good situation and that they have a couple of guys who are playing great, who uh, figure to both be fresh when playoff time comes around. So a nearly perfect start to the season, that 8-0-1 record. The elephant in the room, Doug, though, 
Quinville resigns last week. Andrew Burnett, the former capital, he takes over on an interim basis. How's the team handling this? And, and how does that potentially play out here for a team with Stanley Cup aspirations right now with a first-time NHL head coach behind the bench on an interim basis? Now the team's team's handling it great and handling it like professionals. And, uh, and I know Mackenzie Weger talked uh, the other day. He was asked about Andrew Burnett, and he said right away, I mean, he's he's got a track record that speaks for itself. He had a great career. All the guys know it. He's seen the hockey business from a lot of different angles, whether it's player, executive, uh, coaching staff. He's been on the bench with these guys for a, a few years now, so he knows them well, and he just – commands a ton of respect the guys the guys love Andrew Burnett and the the leadership group in the room is very strong you know Joe Thornton Patrick Hornquist of course Barkov Ekblad guys like that really did a a great job so this this group has just been taking it day by day they've handled things great and uh, and they just uh, you know their their goal is just to to keep things moving forward the way that they have been uh, at a winning clip and and they know what they're capable of that was something that going back to last season these guys developed that belief they know how much talent they have they know what they're capable of um, their focus is is on, you know, not only making the playoffs, but uh, making a lot of noise when they get there. And as things go right now, just uh, just taking it day by day and, and looking to uh, to give their best each night. And I know right now for these guys, the focus is the game against the Washington Capitals coming up. Appreciate Doug Plagans taking the time. Good stuff from you guys, Ben. The Caps haven't won a one goal game yet this season. They are 0-1-3 after dropping a game in regulation Monday to the Lightning. But... Capitals have scored the game's first goal in seven of nine games to start the year. They're going to need a good start tonight against one of the best in the NHL. And we'll see if they could maybe take advantage. We'll see of potentially a sluggish Florida Panthers bunch. We'll see how Florida comes out here. I'm curious to see that, John. They haven't played since last Saturday when they suffered that first defeat of the season, albeit in the shootout, the drop to 8-0-1 on the year. So Florida's been off for a few days and maybe still getting acclimated. You know, the elephant in the room with Florida, the coaching change that they went through last week, and Andrew Burnett taking over now as the interim bench boss in Florida. So we'll see maybe if the Capitals can jump on Florida early, take advantage of maybe a sluggish Panthers bunch coming up tonight. It's the Caps and Florida Panthers at 7 o'clock tonight. 6.45 is network air time here On Caps Radio 24-7, we get going at 4 o'clock with Ben and Caps Game Day. What's coming up on the show later? And we'll hear a little bit more from Doug Plagans regarding the Florida Panthers and also regarding the Capitals, putting the spotlight on the fluid power play, fluid in terms of personnel. Connor Sherry getting a look on the number one unit and earning a whole lot of praise from Peter Laviolette. Had his first goal of the season against Tampa Bay on Monday. Put the spotlight on Connor Sherry. And the power play continuing to look for improvement. That's coming up at 4 o'clock today on Caps Radio 24-7 here at CapsRadio247.com. In the meantime, Ben, have yourself a really nice Thursday, will you? Happy Thursday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.